Welcome to Wicked Wisdom, a podcast presented by Wicked Southern California, with your host Stephanie Cobian. Wicked Wisdom follows the same theme as Wicked, also known as Women in Cable Telecommunications, whose mission is to develop women leaders who transform our industry. Enjoy. Thanks for joining Wicked Wisdom. This is Stephanie Cobian. I have a very special guest today, today Diana Falcone. Um, she is. I've already been speaking to her a couple times, but I have this very special thing. She's a leader at a large entertainment company. We'll keep that on the lowdown. But who she's created a platform to support career, to support careers pivot and talent mobility for women of color. Um, so I think this is a really important topic, especially right now, Diana. Um, before we get into our heavy stuff, I just wanted to ask a couple fun questions because you do work in the entertainment industry. So what is your favorite TV show right now? So first and foremost, Stephanie, thank you so much for having me. So excited to be on this podcast and love the work that you guys are doing. Um, my favorite show is actually Law & Order Special Victims Unit. I am addicted. I love Olivia Benson. I want to meet her one day. Um, on the more drama side, and then on the comedy side, I don't know if you've seen Schitt's Creek, but love it's incredible. Creek. Yeah, I and it takes, it. it takes a second, but then the characters grow on you, and then how they evolve, and they, they're up for a ton of awards, and I love that it's father and son producing, like, all, everything that they do in that show is incredible, and about, you know, hum, being humble, and, you know, um, those are my some of my favorite shows. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I think Shits Creek is I, I just I, I think it's hysterical. And I know it's its last season right now, which is super bummer. Um, but I do love the son, the son and father duo, like you said. I love the characters are are very unique. And then I truthfully just love the mom. I think she is hysterical from that very Get first. Up episode you should hear my husband's like um it, uh, the way he like tries to talk in her tone it's incredible the way my husband does it and the other thing that I'll say is that she um or sorry she and all the cast I don't know if you've seen the Instagram jiffies but they're incredible like anytime <laughs> there's they have so many memes and so many gifs and they apply to all real life world situations so check that out I, I will, I will, because I do, I love them, I find them hysterical. Um, so, well that, well, that would lead me to my next question, is who's your favorite character right now? Or, it could be of all time, not necessarily right now, but perhaps right now. J-Lo, hands down. I am obsessed uh, with her in real life as well, but the character she has played in all of her movies, from Enough, to The Wedding Planner, to now Hustlers, and... Um, the people that work on her YouTube um, lifestyle, behind the scenes, look at JLo's life. Like, I watch those videos all the time. So I think in general, just the way she gets into character and how she literally gives it her all. And what's interesting is that she played a movie called Enough. And it was about, you know, the uh, marriage brutality and, um, you know, domestic violence and all that and how she, you know, like got her fist up and had to like fight for her life. Um, but she recently was just interviewed by Oprah in one of her like wellness series that she was doing. And the fact that she is who she is and she's at the highest of her career and that she just 
got to the point where she feels she's enough blows my mind because I thought she was enough when I was 10. Like, you know, and, and seeing all that she's been able to accomplish and that even at that caliber, there's still that imposter syndrome of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not working hard enough. Like, and the fact that she's there, I shed a tear because truly she gives her all to everything she touches. And if you follow her on social media, like you can see all the intentionality that she puts when she acts and performs and sings and does collaborations. But I think she's on a whole different wavelength. Oh, I, I think and she's a woman. I mean, like you said, she's a woman of many hats. She could do everything, act, sing, dance, produce, you know, I mean, she's, she's uh, been, she's guest judge on television. Like she can definitely do a lot of amazing things. And that, I, I, that's, really interesting you bring her up because I know that we're talking about women of color today and so people on, on listening right now might not know that you're you're, you're a Latina and you know looking at JLo I actually just think right now first thing you said when you said her I was like oh I think of the Super Bowl and I think like wow that was a really high for just Latin people in general to have her and Shakira um, at that high level with that music so I think that's a great person to, to I've, watched, I've watched that video like 20 I'm I'm part of the 20,000 people like it has like the <laughs> most viewed YouTube videos of all Super Bowl of all time but um I watch it all the time in moments too when you need resiliency and it's like she did it I can too like I think it's also just like the platform they had and how they did it in the collaboration like all of it it was just so beautiful to see so yeah, J-Lo all the way, all-time fairy character. Oh, I love that. I, I love that. I think that's perfect. So well, that leads us to kind of my next question is that, so you work in entertainment, you work in television, um, and, and now you're trying to go out and help other women. So who, outside of J-Lo, of course, has been, you know, we're wicked. We are mentoring women. That's what we do. Who's somebody that has maybe mentored you directly or indirectly outside of J-Lo? Um, if Jayla was my mentor, that would be all time goals and definitely still working towards that. So maybe one day, um, but in real life, like, let me come back down to earth. Um, uh, I actually have a board of mentors and I've been very lucky to meet incredible leaders, uh, through the course of my career. Um, two that I'd love to call out. One is Mauricio Sabogad. He is literally the king of advertising in Latin America. And he um, met me in a very one-off situation six months later, got this huge job going from LATAM to US global CEO role and completely just saw the potential in me and just stole me from LA to New York and invested time, energy, taught me the ropes, believed in me and the times I didn't do something right. He's like, you didn't show up to work today because the Diana I know would have done this and this. You should just like take a break. Like, I love that. Come back. And I would be like, how could I let him down? Like, you know, so like the tough love, yeah. but I think also like just believing in me and seeing the potential that I have. And, you know, um, till this day, um, he was invited to my wedding 
he on Thanksgiving came over to meet my family. Like CEOs don't do that. And like the, we just built an incredible relationship and anything I ever need, I know I can pick up the phone and say, Mauricio, I need a solid, I need advice. He's always there. And then my second is Abby Auerbach. She's the EVP of, um, tele of, of the local television bureau in New York. And, um, she's my comms person. Anytime I'm trying to find the right words and how I want to show up, um, from a communications perspective, this woman is a dictionary machine. She knows exactly how to say it, when to say it, how to say it, what rhythm at what beat at what all of it. And she's coached me along the way. Um, and I'm so grateful for both of their guidance and just trust into like everything I'm trying to build and, you know, ideas that I have and the encouragement that they give. And I, you know, for anyone listening, like mentorship is crucial to thinking about, to having the support system you need around you so they can lift you up and that they can, you know, on top of being mentors, become sponsors and create influence to give you those um, opportunities to your next step. I agree. I think that when, you know, as I've had many mentors too, I feel that when I talk to someone who's never had a mentor, um, they don't realize what they're missing. And I, I feel like those people who've never received a mentorship, they also don't mentor. And I think you also receive as much when you mentor. Um, and I don't mean, you know, I know there's women before us who didn't have the same women opportunities that we have. So those connections. So, you know, I know a lot of women still turn around and mentor, but I do find there's a connection when you have that mentor mentee, um, you know, relationship, both going both ways. So, um, that's, those are really two amazing mentorships. I'm glad you had, um, so which you're now, you're, what you're really passionate about right now is talent mobility and division of thought. Please share with us what that means. So, um, I I dream this. I eat this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I am I've fully immersed myself into thinking about the employee experience for especially uh, diverse talent um, in our industry. And when you think of companies like Microsoft, Apple. Amazon, Facebook, right? They own a lot of stuff. <laughs> they have a lot of different teams. They have a lot of different departments. And um, I believe that the future of work for the next generation of talent, which is millennials and Gen Z, which by the way, fun fact, 95% of them are going to be the majority of the global workforce by 2025. And I actually think it's going to be sooner because a lot of baby boomers are retiring. And um, in thinking through that, we know that millennials and Gen Z crave experiences. So when it comes to exploring their career, they want to feel, we want to feel like we're serving a higher purpose. We want to feel like we can explore different avenues versus being put, and in honor of inclusion, being put in this one box where you can only do this and grow linearly in your career, linear progression from coordinator to director and all the steps in between, but helping people think about what their skills look like in a lateral movement and how do we get people to think about bringing, you know, finance skills to business debt, 
marketing skills to HR, um, people going from different types of industries to others. Um, one of my favorite examples of mobility thinking, not, not the active mobility to help people move in their careers um, through transferable skill sets, which is the hero of what talent mobility is. Um, uh, Marriott, uh, the, the client, um, recently took something from the news part of the industry. They created an entire geofenced experience that was able to allow them to see their guests through social media, through geofencing, when they got engaged on their property, when they bought, um, when they um, got a new job, when they were celebrating their graduation, when it was somebody's birthday, an anniversary, a milestone, um, a milestone event of their lives, and then concierge got a tip, and then they sent something up to the room or they, when they checked them in, it was like another level of white glove customer service. So the, the concept of transferable skill sets and mobility is all about learning and bringing different ideas and perspectives to bringing innovation to the work that you're doing. And I think we have a tremendous opportunity as an industry to think about how we as leaders support our teams to think about their careers in that more of that intersectional way and zigzag way versus straight line from the top bottom or the, or the bottom up, I mean, to truly, there's just so much untapped potential. If you just like put a little bit of energy into thinking about all the things they need to be set up to succeed, to go try this um, and help connect them to this, get ready because our industry is gonna be at the cutting edge, innovation, new business, opportunities because you're creating space to allow new thinking and inclusion and diversity of thought into your business by taking not just taking a chance on people but hiring for potential over the checkbox that is being that has historically been the way that hiring has been done in our industry X years of experience doing X, Y, Z. They want people to come in and know exactly what they're doing. And I think the learning component is missing a little bit. And I think we have such an opportunity to shift that thinking and be more inclusive and encourage people to do more exploration and think about when we're kids, right? Like today I want to be a firefighter. Tomorrow I want to be a lawyer. The next day I want to be this. Like, why can't we do that when we're adults and be challenged and bring our best and, you know, just persevere through it. Um, you, you grow the most when you're uncomfortable. So like always helping people find those pockets, I think it's going to be a game changer. I, I, I absolutely agree. And I think that, you know, we come out of college or we come out of high school and we think we got to go here and then we're going to move this way, this way. Like it's a, it's a cookie cut job opportunities for you is what it becomes. You're what I think a lot of people are is they're afraid they're going to graduate and wherever your first job is, you're stuck for something or, you know, whatever your first uh, position is, that's what you only can grow in one way. And I think, you know, entertainment industry should be leading something like this. 
because we are the creators. We are supposed to be creative. We are supposed to be like when we're young and have that imagination. And that doesn't just mean for writers. It's, it's, it's across the board. I mean, that's, television is still a changing landscape. So why would you do anything to hinder it? So I see this as something that can really be utilized by, by television and their hiring processes. Um, so how do you think um, the pandemic right now might affect people for better or for worse with these kind of opportunities? I think the, the downside I think is, I'm gonna go negative and then positive. The downside is people not being able to, you know, the, the job market, the financial strength of all companies isn't where it was, right? Right. Every industry, every vertical is different. Every industry is different, obviously for entertainment. Um, you know, we have streaming, thank God, where, you know, we get content directly to our homes, which I wholeheartedly believe is the future. Um, you know, but box office was something that was relied on. So like in those roles, but I think that that is causing people, the upside is that that is causing people to pivot. That is causing people to think about, well, if I'm here and this is declining, it's a, it's a fast forward track to like, well, where are the trends? Where's the industry going and, and helping people think, well, okay, so I've got, let me take a step back. What are all the skills I have in my toolkit? Just because this is what I'm doing now can't mean that I can't stretch these other skills that I already have and then go pivot and do this. So I think the pandemic has allowed people to pause, reflect, and think about what they want. Because at the end of the day, yes, we're all a part of like a corporate machine and, you know, it's money driven and all that. But I think we have an opportunity to show up with heart and in order to be inclusive and by the way, create healthy environments for our employees and from a wellness perspective that they're invested in versus like burnt out at work or not happy that then leads to being overweight or then leads to like not being depression or like all of that stems from a lot of the times that stems from work or that stems from the work that you're doing. You're like ready for something new. You kind of feel like down and why not help put people in the areas they want to work in? They're going to be happier. They're going to produce more. They're going to be more loyal. They're going to like, literally there's only upside. So I think the pandemic and from, um, people exploring their careers, it doesn't mean that they just have to interview for the only open roles that exist. They could do stretch projects where they're not being paid more, right? But they get to learn one to two hours a week and try something. They could do rotations to jump in for people from maternity leaves and disability leaves, or now parents having to go part-time with their kids being home. Like they can shadow people, literally just go to a meeting and learn something or a town hall. They can um, uh, they can get mentors, et cetera. And I, I really do think for, um, large companies, the only way you could do that is with AI matching technology that helps connect people faster when you have big companies and especially us as the entertainment industry, how incredible would it be if there was like an AI matching tech that just let you show what skills you have. This exists by the way, what is skills you have, what skills you want, and then matches you to people in our industry so that you can get there faster versus let me talk to these 20 people that are going to guide me in these 10 directions. Like, right. Like you, right, have where they can't agree. Right. Yeah. You have your own destiny in your own hands. So 
yeah, I just think there's huge opportunity to allow people to explore the areas they want to go that obviously map back to business priorities or business potential and, and create space for them to, to do that. Google has boomerangs and they give their employees 20% of their time to work on anything they want and they're paying them for that. So, which by the way, ends up with the company getting more business ideas because they are giving them the headspace to be right. and align. And I think we're going to start to see that much more in our industry where it just, people are burning out. They're not happy. Like, right. So we need to have that shift. Um, oh, I believe, I think the burnout thing is a really interesting thing. I think a lot of people will realize right now how much burnout they have. And so again, I go back to entertainment industry. We have to be leaders in stopping these things. I think we have to be leaders in using, utilizing technology. I think that's a big thing. And there's no reason that the entertainment industry doesn't have technology at their fingertips in every possible way. So why wouldn't it, when it comes to recruiting and hiring practices, why wouldn't you have that? I think they, they need to be able to, all the companies should be fostering everybody's creativity, like you said, giving, time even during work to be able to clear their headspace and do something that they want to do. I think that's not unreasonable. Um, and just being able to dabble in learning other things, like you said, shadowing or trying another job for a day or hooking up mentorships. I think those are all really, really good points. And then so going, you are, one of the things that you're focused on right now is you have, um, you're working on this thing called career focus and you'll tell a little bit about that specifically and then how that is fostering the goal of helping specifically women of color because now you know everybody needs help when it comes to their career but essentially obviously your passion is not just helping people but definitely helping women of color yes so patreon is basically a creator subscription service and i get reached out to a lot um from colleagues um recent grads where they are um, looking for career advice, especially when they're trying to pivot. And I think more and more people want to pivot and they're just not sure how, and they feel like they have to go back to school and drop 50 grand to just like get another job. And it's like nothing against going back to school, but more and more companies. Not everybody can do that. Right. But more yeah. and more companies are actually paying for that. So go find a company that'll pay for it. And then you don't have to like come out of pocket, especially for us, you know, Latinas, women of color, like we're not, you know, we're, we don't have, you know, 50 grand lying around to just no. go back to school. Um, and I think in my 10 years of my career, I've been able to, I've gone through a lot of hurdles and I've overcome them. And I'm proud of that. And there's sometimes I felt scrape my knees, bled a little bit, right? Like we all do, but you got back up. And I want to help create actionable career advice and structure for people that feel stuck, for people that have hit a glass ceiling, are frustrated, not happy, and create a very easy way for them to invest into themselves. So the subscription platform. It's $15 a month. And the idea is that um, I'm just posting one video a week and it's um, five to seven minutes max. And it's this week's career focused lesson. Hashtag career focused is my brand. Um, 
uh, what's it called? And then what I do after that and within that, but I create an activity of the week. So like as a teaser for all of you out there thinking about subscribing, my first uh, video is about your vision board and thinking about the life you want to manifest and putting it out there to the universe and visually creating a Pinterest board or a magazine. If that's your thing, cut it out, put it in a frame that you look at every day. Um, and you're working towards this goal, this, you know, thing that you're setting out for yourself. And I think where people get stuck is that it's a lot. It's a lot to go look for a new job. It's a lot to think about who you want to work for, why, and all those things. So I'm creating an entire video library at the end of the year. I'm really bad at math, but four videos a month times 12, 30 something videos of advice that will help guide people. And by the way, like they might watch it weekly. And by the way, we're creating a community of growth so we can support one another as people are exploring things. But you might want to go back in six months and watch video 17 because something just came up and you need a refresher right there. So the idea is to like in two years have like, you know, hundreds of videos where there's all these different topics that help you create actionable steps and goals to get you to your goal and objective of your career. And um, all of my tips and tricks and all the resources I've gathered to look at innovative trends and what's happening and where is the industry going, I'm aggregating all of that into this type of platform so that it's a one-stop shop and it has everything. And then for the women of color in particular, for those of you that are listening that are like, I'm happy, I love my job, I'm good. I challenge you to think about, are you really? And what does growth look like for you? And something to consider. But um, I'm also asking people to pay it forward. So maybe there's a woman of color in your company that has so much potential and just needs a little boost, just needs some support, needs some investment. And you can sponsor them for a year and give them, you know, access to this platform that gives them the step-by-step -step of how to think about a new area of their career. And um, I, I, you know, I think that I really want to help people grow and thrive and disrupt the status quo. I want to create change makers. I want to get people to be in areas of the industry that they're so passionate about, that they're going to bring radical change and inclusion and um, leveraging their transferable skill sets to think, to bring new thinking um, uh, across our industry. So anyone that's interested, it's patreon.com slash career focused, or my name is Diana Falcon, and you can find me on LinkedIn. It's one of my featured posts, so you can click out and see everything, but we love your help spreading the word so that we can create more equal access and opportunity for women of color in the entertainment industry. And I, and I think it's amazing. And I have gone to the site and I've already watched a video. You have great energy. You're absolutely adorable. I think you've got great information. So anybody listening, it is worth taking a look at. And I love the idea of paying it forward. I think, um, again, I think I do. I'm a believer of when you give, you can receive. You know, I, I, I donate a lot to animal rescues. It's one of the things I do. And I always notice whenever I donate, I get something in return. Now, I don't do it for that. It just, I, I find it ironically that always happens. I just find that that 
create space by by helping others you know somebody who may not be as happy with where they are um so i think that's that's really important diana and i love that you you share that as an opportunity for a lot of people um i do also want to say i have done vision boards so i love that you do the vision boards i think those are important i think i as big as they are, I still don't, I think they have a lot of growth. I know a lot of people in my Latina community, I, 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 I did it with some friends who had no idea what it was. <laughs> so I was glad to introduce that. I don't know if you've had the same experience or not. So um, on my end, me and my friends, we change it throughout the year. So like, okay. also, I think it's also even the concept of your career, you feel like you have to fit into this cookie cutter box mm -hmm. instead of like, no. I can go apply here and here and get connected to here. Like the same thing applies with your vision. Like your vision yes. changes. The world changes by the second, by the day. So I think it's also like being more fluid yes. as things are evolving, as you're learning more, as you're exploring conversations. So always evolving ever vision board is my motto. I, well, I think that's important. I, I did one before the pandemic and a lot of those things just, I, I was able to bring a couple to life and then this happened. I was like, okay, it's all, all those other things that didn't happen are now being pushed. So it is, but then those things are not just being pushed. Now there's new things. Like you said, it's always evolving. I mean, there's, and there's, that, that's life is, is always evolving. So I do like that thinking in terms of our careers evolve and we should be open to it. I, I think a lot of, um, for work I work, uh, we put experts on daytime television. I think of a lot of the producers there, they work in daytime television and then after several years, they uh, essentially, I see a lot of the women um, become entrepreneurs and start their own businesses. They have to be fluid because that's just a tough business being a producer in daytime talk shows. So um, I think we have to really expand how we, we think of careers and how we see ourselves. Um, so with that said, I so appreciate you coming on uh, with Wisdom. Repeat one more time where people can find you. Thank you again for having me, Stephanie. Um, you can find me on patreon.com slash career focused. Um, and you can also add me on LinkedIn, Diana Falcon. My name's spelled a little differently. So it's the beginning of a day, D-A-Y, and then Anna, A-N-A, Diana, and then Falcon like the football team. And you can, um, you can add me. I'm, I'm looking forward to supporting all of you to be able to grow, thrive, be the person of your dreams ASAP. Like not 10 years from now, not like when I want to be when I grow up, what you want to be today, tomorrow, and the next day. And let's take immediate action to get all of you there ASAP. I love that. I so appreciate it, Diana. I think what you're doing is wonderful. Thank you for joining the podcast and thank you for everybody for listening. Please do go look up Diana. She's amazing. I've had several conversations with her and what she's doing is true. It's real. So uh, go take a look and um, hope to catch you next weekend. Take care.